to Believe Podcast. Hi, my name is Nada and I help women stop pleasing people, quit the job they hate and start doing what they truly love. We are here together to discuss our common passion about personal growth, lifestyle and happiness. And I will be sharing tips, tools and experiences to help you as a coach grow and find your definition of happiness. Are you in? Hello, beautiful. Welcome to a new episode in Believe Podcast. And today we are going to talk about the key to transform all of your relationships into a loving and respectful ones. The first step is to realize who the most important person in the world is. And before I continue, I said loving and respectful. These are two major words for me to have um, a healthy relationship, love and respect. Respect in um, respect is something that I have lacked a lot by observing in my childhood the women around me who were brought up in an oppressive patriarchal um, um, culture. Women don't really have their opinion to share in general and they're very secondary. So imagine a place where you are a kid observing adults behaving with one another and without any judgment by the way because what we do is that we absorb what the what our caregivers and parents are saying, behave, act and we take this as a role model, an example, our truth because this is the first these are the first people that we are connected to and that symbolizes love. So, my beautiful friend, if you have been raised in a place where women were highly secondary, I'm not talking about like the Western world, which I'm talking about a culture where women didn't even have law to defend themselves. It's cultural. So the sense of respect and the sense of love from a man is quite distorted from the reality and uh, I just want to share this about respect because I will be mentioning it later as I am mentioning it right now <laughs> so regarding who the most important in the world is it's not about him it's about you you are the most important person in the world and of course it took me a little while to realize this you know, in fact, a few years ago, I was absolutely not aware that I was looking the wrong way to create loving and deep connections in my relationship because I really wanted to get married. But I was not betting on the right horse because I was not looking at the right features. So most of the time, ah, it didn't work out. You know why? Because basically... In my everyday life, in the way that I perceived the world, in the way that I was interacting with others, I never valued the people who were naturally nice and loving to me. Yeah. You know, I gave them very little credit for the value of their presence in my life. And I'm not talking about men. I'm also talking about women, friendship, relationship in general. And I was treating them as if their love does not really count because it was too easy. 
And for the mind, what is easy, what is not challenging, is not worth it. So I need to make a lot of effort to actually be loved. And that's the message that I got from my brain, from my system. I need to do, th to do things to actually be loved. So when it was easy, when I received love, interest, when I was given space, it was nice in the moment, but eh, not challenging enough. I needed to spice up my life, apparently. So I needed to get some challenges to prove myself my worth. So this is how, this is how tricky it can be, you know, to navigate in relationships. And I valued the ones that did not like me, actually. And when I say did not like me, they didn't say I don't like you or, of course, I have a little bit of dignity <laughs> still. But I, the people who were, who didn't find any interest in me, I found it quite intriguing. How come you don't like me? How come you were, you don't have any interest in me? You know what I mean? So this is what I call people who did not like like me, have interest in me. I valued the love that I did not have, that I was not receiving. If I was not receiving it from you, I had to get it from you because the ones that I was receiving from, I, you know, it was effortless. It was, but I need to get it from you. I needed, it needed to come from everywhere. So if you were in my circle of work, of um, friendship, social or whatever, Mm, I would think about the fact that how come you're not connected to me? So I need I need to receive your interest, you know, I need the love. Isn't it weird the way that we process sometimes? It can be weird, but it's not that weird when it's seen from a trauma perspective. <laughs> Because trauma is the key of all the fucked up behaviors that we have. <laughs> And it's, um, so it's not weird if it's seen from a trauma perspective. You know, a trauma system feeds only fear. If you are afraid of something, then you immediately can identify this with a trauma. I'm not talking about big T trauma only, but just like, oh, I'm protecting myself because there's a threat. So... It feeds fears and nothing else, trauma. So when I was looking for love, I was actually looking to be out of danger by only focusing on threat. I'm going to repeat that one. So in, in a relationship, and, and it boils down to romantic relationship, when I was looking for love, I was actually looking to be out of danger because I didn't know what love was. But I knew what a threat was. And my survival mode was so into hypervigilance that I was more worried about surviving than to live, to thrive. And, it, and that makes complete sense from a place of trauma, right? So I wanted to be out of danger by only focusing on the threat, which made me hypervigilant. Whatever detail, the look, the body language, sh she doesn't like me, he doesn't like me. Look, he's turning his body on that side. Mm, I saw his mouth moving that way. That means that there's, there's uh, criticism towards me. Whatever kind of interpretation that we might take from that hypervigilance that is coming from me being excluded, which was a threat. And in this case, what I call a threat or danger 
it covers all the psychological insecurities such as rejection, abandonment, avoidance, ignorance that have been formed actually in our childhood. If we've been, um, let's say it this way, if we haven't received the completed attention that we needed, even if the parent was behaving the best, the best he could, then there is a sense of lack. I still need more of it because it's not complete yet. So we are bearing this during our teenage and adulthood. And that makes complete sense. Complete, complete sense. So it's normal. So as I said, the threat and danger that I'm speaking about, there are those psychological insecurities like I don't want to be rejected. I don't want to be abandoned. I don't want to be avoided. That hurts, right? Because our main uh, system were built to be connected, to find safety with others. So we need our community. We need family, community. We need the connection. We need the I see you and I hear you. And that is normal. This is how we were programmed. So the best strategy I found at that time being wired that way, the best strategy I found was not being with a man who was nice, a man who was charming, a man who was respectful, who respected me, who respected my ideas, who respected my opinions, who valued my dreams, you know, respect who I was. No, no, I was not attracted by this type of profile at that time, but I would rather be with someone who was nice and charming because I have standards. <laughs> some kind of standards, you know, you got you got to check some boxes first. <laughs> but someone who would be more of a challenge, meaning that meaning that I needed to acquire the love that I thought I had to deserve it. Love was seen as something that I needed, that I had to deserve. And to deserve it, I need to do something. I needed to create something. I needed to behave a certain way. I needed to speak a certain way. I need to have a, a knowledge of a certain things to actually receive the love, the interest and the respect of it. You know, it was not something that was, I was not introduced to love from my intimacy. When I talk about intimacy, I'm not talking about physical intimacy, but from my intimacy, from inside. So everything I needed to get were things that I needed to get from the outside, which mean from other people, which mean from the men. And since I didn't have any self-esteem that was well-nourished with me, I was expecting the man to value me by liking me and I had to do I had to work on that. So in that perspective my insecure part the one that is really looking for that security coming from that potential partner or that partner is if I make him like me I'm out of danger meaning I will not be abandoned, I will not be rejected. I have to keep up keep up with the liking me, with the pleasing. I'll be worthy when I make him love me. I will be worthy when I make him accept me. Literally, 
it's not the thought that I have run that I am aware of, but it's exactly what the process is. And I just want to catch your attention around that structure when I then this is an ego trap. And if you fall into that ego trap, you say to yourself, ego trap, what is important is now what I feel. What do I feel? How do I feel? Where am I sensing this in my body? Okay, I'm going to give myself five minutes just to calm down because if I am reacting, it means that my system is triggered and I need to regulate my system. That's it. It's all you have to do regarding the ego trap. Whenever you feel trapped with the I will be when. Come back to the present moment. I was in such a deprived sense of self-esteem that my whole system was in a constant state of threat mode. You know, like, I'll be rejected, I'll be abandoned, uh, he's avo- he will avoid me. I mean, whatever, whatever works <laughs> to keep that tension <laughs> on. So I was always looking for any signs, you know, any signs of insecurities to fix and control because, of course, we develop a sense of control pattern you know we want to fix things all the time we want to be the people pleaser we want to be the rescuer and that's quite dangerous for a healthy relationship because we can't have a relationship if we want to control other people because we can't (laughs) the outcome is we can't it's a fact but we think that we can by by trying to modify our behavior to the extent that we suffer but making sure that the other one is fully complete, fully loved, fully pampered. And this behavior actually wore me out. And it was making my mind busy worrying all the time. And my body was feeling anxious. I remember my perception was was being distorted like with reality because I was interpreting um, a situation, a behavior from that place of fear from that place of wanting to fix something so that I will see the ego trap. So until I realized that my sense of safety could only be found from within and that I would never, ever, 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 and I'm insisting ever, 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 exponential 100, find it in the outside world because this is a complete illusion. And if... You want to live in illusion, go ahead. That's freedom. But if you want to live without suffering and in reality, then get out of the ego trap and know that the love you get it from within, not from outside, ever. And if I wanted to feel loved, it could only come from within. And I'm insisting because there is no other options. There are many choices to live your life, but there's one option to live it without suffering. That's it. (laughs) And after I got this, like, oh, oh, I see. You know, this kind of, I got this. (laughs) It actually started to be easier for me to interact with men because I was not expecting them to, I was not expecting them to give me a feedback 
by calling me back and wanting to be with me and me doing an effort to seduce and really it started to be easier because I didn't have to expect them to validate me because I already validated myself. You know, I didn't have the need to prove my worth to them. That was over. And what happens is that I was curious to see what my relationship would look like without actually the urge to be with someone because, yeah, all my worth was so invested in the status of being with someone and married to someone. This is how our culture is making us believe, us women, that our worth is when you get married, is from the man who will choose you. That's fucked up, right? So now, meeting someone is from a place of eagerness because I validate myself first. So I don't have any urge to, to be with someone, but I'm eager to be with someone and discover how that person loves because this is important too once you validate yourself you see that you have many choices you know once you picked up that one option of everything comes from within all the other choices are equal you just need to pick to pick the one that fits your values that matches your values so meeting someone doesn't mean automatically that he's going to be the one it just means that there are chances that he's going to be the one. But let's see if it matches, if it's, al if it's aligned with your values, if his values matches yours. And you don't need to actually manufacture your own values so that they fit his, which we usually do, of course. And that can be changed once you start your inner transformation by knowing that you are the most important person in the world and that is so possible for you and you your value must first be seen by you it must be seen from you it must be be seen from within you that's where it starts you are the most important person in the world and nobody can tell it with more love than you do it for yourself Nobody. You got to start believing in yourself. You have to start believing in yourself. You have to start feeling the love that is within. You have to stop imagining that the words of something, someone else is going to give you love. It's what you think about yourself that will make you feel love. That you will see where the love is. That gratitude will arise naturally. And that requires a little bit of work. And when I say a little bit of work, it means that getting out of your comfort zone because the way that we have been processing thoughts and behaviors, this is what creates the comfort zone, but it's not, it doesn't mean that it's a safe zone for healthy relationships and especially healthy romantic relationships. Getting out of your comfort zone means changing your habits. It means changing a perspective. It doesn't mean get out of your warm blanket and start, you know, um, shivering. No, get out of your comfort zone meaning stop dreaming. Stop sleeping eyes wide open. Be alive. 
be free because you are entitled to be happy coming on this earth with that body. That's to me the entitlement and I will never stop repeating it. You are entitled to be happy and you were born with access to that love that is within you. So first, to come from, to come back to that place, that your natural state is actually to start being in your body for a moment. When you start being triggered, interpreting things, being afraid, you have to come back to your body. Come back to the present moment. Sense your body. How does it feel? In which area? Just sense it. And do it in anywhere while you're driving your car, while you're waiting on the line of the supermarket, while you're listening to someone. What kind of sensation am I having on my body? So the first step is this one. And I also have a freebie that you can download in the show notes. And it's the first pivotal steps for a healthy romantic relationship. I'm sure that you will find the answers. Second, learn to meditate. And meditation, what does it mean? It means the non-rejection of the present moment. It's better when the eyes are closed at the beginning. But it's just being present in the now. And feel your body. Don't reject the present moment. Don't reject anything. And bit by bit. And make it just one to two seconds. You don't need to do it for five minutes, half hour, or meditate for two hours. I mean, if it's your if it's your shit, it's your shit. If it's not, it, it's really not important. The most important thing is to nourish your sense of presence. Your self-awareness. This is the key. And remember... It is the key because you are the most important person in the world. If I do not exist, then you cannot exist. Repeat that sentence for you. Like, if I don't exist, you don't exist, right? It makes sense. So, starting from if I don't exist, you don't exist. So then I have to take care of myself first. So I can see you with the eyes of that care. That's why it starts from within. That care will start when you do it for yourself so that all your cells, your brain, your nervous system recognizes it as your nature and so that it will respond outwardly the same way. So I hope that you enjoyed listening to this episode. If you want to reach out, please do not hesitate. You can DM me on Instagram. I will leave my handle, which is nada.coaching on Instagram. Meanwhile, enjoy yourself and I'll speak to you next week. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you liked or found any value to it, please share it with a friend or someone you know will appreciate it. Please do. It will encourage me to help someone and bring the podcast to a better visibility for sharing. Thank you for now, and let's meet next week.